Hey, you're listening to Cut for Time, a podcast from Faith Church located on the north side of Indianapolis. My name is Claire Kingsley. Each week, I'll sit down with one of our preaching pastors to discuss their Sunday sermon. Cut for Time is a look behind the scenes of sermon preparation, and they'll share with us a few things that we didn't hear from the sermon on Sunday. Thanks for listening. Okay, Jeff, welcome back to Cut for Time Season 4. Yeah, it has been a while. Yeah, it has been a while. And it's good to get back together. Yes. Um, so I don't know if you are like a little rusty, but we usually start cover time with just a summary of what you preach from on Sunday. So would you just give an overview of your sermon and then maybe just the, how that fits into the context of the entire series? How like why are we studying this series? Why does it make sense for us right now? Yeah, sure. Uh, So this last Sunday, we looked at Matthew 8, just the first four verses. And uh, Jesus has finished the Sermon on the Mount. These big crowds are following him. And the first thing that Matthew records is uh, this leper, this man with some, not literally what we might call leprosy, but some kind of a skin disease that was incurable. He comes up and, and kneels in front of him and says, Lord, if you're willing, you can make me clean. And Jesus reaches out his hand, touches the man and says, I'm willing, be clean. And that's basically the guts of the story, right? Uh, So why this? And uh, the significance of it is when you put that in the context of the whole uh, Bible story, this guy's not just asking to be healed, he's asking to be cleansed, which brings up all the themes of holiness and purity and impurity and you start to realize this guy has been on the outside. He's he's excluded. Uh, he's not part of the community. He can't go to worship. And when Jesus reaches out to touch him, he's he's not only showing that there's nobody outside the reach of God's cleansing, uh, but he's restoring this man, not just in his body, but to community and to connection. And it's a picture of what Jesus does for all of us. Our impurity does not infect God. Instead, God's holiness, God's purity in the person of Jesus comes out to us in all of our brokenness and mess to reach us and and touch us and draw us back to himself and, Mm -hmm. and to bring healing and cleansing and renewal and restoration. And that was really kind of the big idea. It's Jesus' touch that restores wholeness to us mm-hmm. uh, physically spiritually relationally in community uh and and so that raises the questions for us i think of uh man there are probably times in my life where i've doubted that jesus wants to be around me because of the mess that i've made because of what i've done wrong and i think that's really a lot of what Matthew is trying to point out to us here is how wrong that is. No, Jesus comes with holiness and cleansing. Yes, to purify us and to change us, but because he loves us and because he wants to restore us. Uh, and, and then he tells the guy, you know, go make the offering that Moses commanded and show the priests as a testimony because he's highlighting i'm the fulfillment of the law i'm i'm what that was all about and god's holiness is not limited to a particular place like the temple or you know the church on sunday morning or uh, a, a particular area but god's holiness his cleansing his purity is available to us all 
mm-hmm. which is kind of amazing. It's like it's category breaking, even for us as Christians, I think. Uh, because sometimes, you know, we can tend to feel like, oh, you know, God's really disappointed in me and I'm not I'm not good enough. I've really blown it. I don't feel like I should be coming to worship or I, you know, I should be singing praise songs or I should be taking communion. And and I think this is clearly meant to say, no, that that's not it at all. That's exactly why you come to Jesus, because we're unclean and Jesus offers cleansing and restoration to us. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm hearing like a lot of language of like Jesus initiating, Jesus taking action, Jesus coming near. And that's just really the idea of this whole series, right? So are we going to see this same idea over and over again in the next few weeks? Yeah, that, exactly. It's, uh, I think I said in the sermon, uh, the amazing thing is not that sinners come to Jesus, but that Jesus comes to sinners. And that's really a lot of what this whole next section of Matthew's gospel is about. Jesus has been up on the mountain, right? And and he's teaching and inviting people to understand and, and enter into this experience of a different kind of life in, in God's kingdom through Jesus. And, you know, in one sense, we could kind of cynically say, oh, it sounds good in theory. But what about the reality of our lives? And so Matthew very intentionally shows Jesus coming down off the mountain and entering into, like taking the initiative to enter into all of our mess and brokenness, all the pain, all the confusion, all the fear, uh, all the impurity, uh, all all the things that threaten us and undo us. And Jesus enters into all of those places to bring his life and his restoration and his wholeness, and then to use us to extend that out to other people. So I'm really excited for this series too, because it's it's Jesus not just preaching about the kingdom in word, but it's Jesus bringing the kingdom in his life and in his presence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. Um, so Jeff, uh, in our Cut for Time episodes, we want to give our pastors an opportunity to share what they needed to cut for the sake of time. Oftentimes you and Joey have so much to share and then um, maybe you're a little too ambitious. Time catches up um, to you and you see that countdown clock go red. And so you are cutting some final things in your sermon. Um, And so this is just an opportunity for you guys to be able to share a few of those more like those insights or things that, um, maybe even just go like a little bit deeper, um, you know, and just kind of your study of the text. So is there anything yeah. from um, your preparation or from your sermon that you wanted to be able to share with us on Sunday that you didn't get to? Yeah, the, you know, there were a, a couple of things. One, um, it, it sort of sounded like I think in the sermon that, you know, well, there was the Old Testament and then like the, all of a sudden this heartbreak and Jesus shows up and everything's radically different. But, but if we really look through the old Testament, we see God moving towards this um, engagement, this interaction that, that it isn't just in the temple where his holiness lives and coming into his presence as an impure person doesn't just bring judgment, but can also bring healing and transformation. And there's this great image of that in the passage many of us know in Isaiah 6, where Isaiah the prophet has this vision of God, and and he sees him in his holy presence with angels flying around him. And and Isaiah's immediate response is, I'm I'm undone. I'm in, I'm literally, I'm coming apart at the seams because I'm an unclean person. 
and my eyes have seen the king of glory. And amazingly, Isaiah is, you know, he's not struck down by God's holiness, right? That the angel takes a burning coal from the altar and touches this part of him, his lips, that he says is the source of his impurity. And the angel says, your sin is atoned for. And so there's this picture of God's holiness reaching out, not to consume Mm -hmm. sinful people, but to purify and then to commission them. Because the next thing is now I want you to go and be uh, a messenger to these other sinful people, right? Like I've transformed and cleansed this part of you. Yeah. And now I want you to actually take that part and go use it to communicate my message to the other sinful, impure people that you're living around. So it's just, it's this great connection point that now Jesus yeah. shows up on the scene and he's like, yeah, that's exactly what I've come to do. And and I've come to do it sure. in fullness, not just in this vision of God in the temple. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Um, all right. So the last thing that we really would like to incorporate more into cut for time are questions from the congregation. We've tried to encourage people to send in questions since we began the podcast. Um, but then we loved the series that the mini series we did over the summer. People really fueled the entire episode. Now we don't want our episodes to be as lengthy as the ones in the summer. We feel we took all the questions and answered as many as we could. Um, but we'd still like to allow the questions to kind of drive these episodes. Uh, we loved the engagement that we got from um, people and just like, yeah. I don't know. I think everyone has questions. Would love to hear them hear them answered by you guys. So yeah, that was um, that was great, guys. By the way, keep it up. Yeah. So we want that to keep going, and so we're encouraging listeners to submit their questions through our texting service. If you have our Faith Church texting number, you can hey do it during service while you think of it, or write it down and text us later before you forget. Um, we want to receive your questions. And so we did get one question this weekend. Um, and so Jeff, I'm just going to throw it to you. And this is how we're going to kind of wrap up here for yeah. today's episode. Um, so I'm he, uh, the person who sent in a question is just referencing verse four. So I'm just going to go ahead and read that before um, I ask you. Verse four, and Jesus said to him, see that you say nothing to anyone. But go, show yourself to the priest and offer the gift that Moses commanded for a proof to them. So um, is it possible that Jesus may have been commanding silence in order to give the leper time to think about what's really happened? And then can you talk more about the significance of why just going to the priests, this group? Don't tell anyone else, but just the priests. What's that about? Yeah, um, that's a really interesting one. I, I hadn't thought of that, but I, I think there's probably something to that. I mean, uh, we observe that at this point, Jesus fairly early in his ministry is uh, telling people like, you know, don't tell people about this because of all those misperceptions and wrong expectations that people have for the Messiah, right? Like he's going to be a victorious general and drive out the Romans. And, you know, Jesus does not need that kind of pressure put on him because he's come to do something different, at least in his incarnation. But but yeah, I think there's probably another dynamic there where uh where he's saying don't don't tell anyone about this. Maybe it's an opportunity for this guy to reflect on like we see this the same question coming up uh other times in the gospels. 
what kind of person is this? Who is this man? Who, who is it that has the power to cleanse lepers just by his own authority? So I think there's an element there in which this man and, you know, whoever else was there observing this are meant to not go around talking about it, but ponder it, reflect it, uh, and, and think about the significance of it. And then for the priests, yeah. uh, yeah. So one, the guy going to show the priest is meant to sort of complete the loop in terms of the ceremonial law. And this guy is now cleansed. He's restored back to community and life and connection and work and family and all that. And, and it is meant to be a testimony to the priests, like Jesus is doing the things that only God has the power and authority to do. So what do we do with that? He's, he is the fulfillment of the law. And that I think is meant to show the priests who Jesus is. And, and as a word to them, um, guys, just so you know, God's holiness and his power do not live just in this place of worship, but God is actually going back to what we said before about the whole series, extending, expanding, going out, taking the initiative to bring his life and his transformation and his goodness into all kinds of places. You don't have to go to Jerusalem. You don't have to go to the temple to connect with God. God is actually in Jesus going out and reaching out to us and bringing that wholeness and restoration. Super. Thank you so much for your time today recording our podcast. And um, it was a great conversation to kick off the first episode of our new season. Yeah, thanks, Claire. Always enjoy it. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Cut for Time. If you wish to submit questions to our pastors following their sermon, you can email them to podcast at faithliveitout.org or text them into our Faith Church texting number, and we'll do our best to cover it in the week's episode. If this conversation blessed you in any way, we encourage you to share it with others. Thanks for listening. We'll be back again next week.